the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. I didn't, Merry Christmas. I didn't know Merry we were exchanging Christmas. gifts. You left me a gift here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Surprise. I, Merry Christmas. I, I, I don't have a gift for you. That's Carrie. okay. Well, I, I brought in some of my eggnog. So there we go. That'll some, work. Some of that. You know, it, it's you know, you got to make it a few days in advance of your holiday party. <laughs> I'm using the George Washington recipe. You okay. Know, no, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, oh that's good stuff. Carrie, let me give you something. Wow. Okay. Well, a little bit more on the George Washington uh, eggnog later. I was going to say I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, he was. You know, eggnog started in the late you know 18th century, um, and George Washington had his his. He made it every year. He has his favorite mm. recipe. Now, what let's see, Carrie. What did you get me here? Mm. You didn't have to do this. Good morning, everyone. This is Mark Dolly and Carrie Waddell, and you, you found the estate planning team's financial food for right. thought. And but you know with, you know Christmas time is upon us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just oh, a few Carrie, days thank away. You. Wow, the Donald twenty twenty talking pen. This is wonderful, Carrie. Absolutely. Wow, look at the look at the head on this. Look at the bust of Donald. The, the resemblance mm-hmm. is uncanny. And the hair. The uh, and they he did talks, a good job Carrie? with the hair. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. This is, yeah. This is, China has total respect for Donald Trump's very, very large a brain. Very large brain. <laughs> you stole from us. You're fired. You're fired. Get out. Wow. Don, you're a little controversial. You're talking about illegal immigration. I said it's illegal. Wow, that's wonderful, Karen. Yeah, I almost got you. Have you seen the Trumpy Bear? It's the bear that has the hair and it pulls out and the blanket's attached with an American flag. Oh. So I opted for the pen. Okay. The pen really <laughs> writes, too. I know. It's not a, this, this pen is not fake news, it says. No. Okay. All right. So what else is going on? Um, Carrie, we're going to get started here. It's just, you know, we'll just listen to some Christmas tunes. Got to follow up a little bit. Last week, uh, you know, I started 
talking about the maintenance calendar, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, also, you know, Carrie, earlier in the year, we were talking about the SECURE Act, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that was the bill that passed overwhelmingly in the House that was going to change some of the retirement rules. And the House passed it. I was back in May, and we talked a lot about it back in May. You can still catch those shows, by the way. Um, but, you know, also, though, the, th- the thing about that is that um, it was held up in the Senate, right? You know, the Senate version, which was the RESA Act, right? Right. Um, so the SECURE Act's, you know, standing for setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Aren't they mm-hmm. clever with their acronyms? Um, and but it was held up in the Senate and we were all wondering, I mentioned on the show a couple of times, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So what, what 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 we found, Carrie, is what they attached the SECURE Act to the spending bill. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you know, the winter solstice shutdown, right? So happening right now. You know, it's got. So, um, you know, so if, you know, again, so if this spending bill and did you see the cost of the spending bill, Gary? No, I did not. I heard it was. I saw the, that it's ridiculous. It's one point four trillion dollars. I mean, are you kidding me? I, don't even get me started. Um, but part of that one point four trillion is the Secure Act. So apparently it, it, it you know, the Senate's given up whatever that they were contesting with their RISA bill, and it's a done deal? I was just shocked that it they got anything done with everything else going on. Um, you know, yeah. So so just if you weren't familiar, does the, you know, so the question is, is the SECURE Act going to save the baby boomers retirement? Is it going to save the X generation? We don't really care about your generation, Carrie, because you're too small, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and are the millennials going to take advantage of the new you know, retirement plan? Because there hasn't been a major change in the retirement plan in quite a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a big bill, Carrie. And, I, and again, the dust isn't quite settled yet. I, it's never over till it's over, right? Because right. up until the midnight hour before, you know, you know, things can change. But just some of the highlights of what was in the original version that passed in the House back in May, right? So the one that a lot of clients have been asking us about is the required minimum distribution age. Yes, that would go from age to current age 70 and a half mm-hmm. to age 72. Okay. Okay. Um, and also, it would let people make IRA contributions at any age. You know, in the current law, you cannot longer, you know, you, you need earned income, of course. Right. But if you're still working and over 70 and a half, you are not allowed to fund IRAs. You could still fund Roth IRAs, but you can't fund traditional IRAs. Well, this was going to change that. Um it would also let uh, new parents withdraw $5,000 from retirement accounts penalty-free to cover expenses related to a new child, right? That's mm-hmm. what I meant by the millennial angle, right? Okay. Um, one that would affect a lot of people is it would establish open multiple employer plans, which would let smaller employers band together to offer 401k plans. See, right now... It's expensive for small businesses. Yeah, and a lot of them don't do it because, because of that. Because of the cost to administer it and but manage it. But I keep it. saying, do you really need a law? I mean, in other words, you can pass all the laws you want that gives employees the opportunity to save for retirement. Well, we have opportunities. Having them do it is a second. Well, I was going to say there's lots of opportunities for people to save for retirement anyway. It's right. The, people, I mean, the issue is the cash flow. To yeah, do the issue it, is the discipline. The discipline or the cash flow to yeah. do it depending on circumstances. Um, 
Okay. Um, now, the one that, uh, you know, also is interesting is it's going, it would encourage the 401k plans to offer annuities. Okay. Right. Which right now they don't, or very few of them don't. And it's always been because the companies uh, felt, you know, that they have a liability out there if they had to choose a life insurance company to offer an annuity inside the 401k and something went bad with that life insurance company, right? Right. Um, you know, and, and it's um, you know, another change is with the 529 plans. And that was some of the, the holdup at the Senate. You know, they were trying to, you know, Tick, uh, you know, tinker around with the 529 plans um, and, you know, either to allow 529 accounts to use for homeschooling or allow it to be used to pay off student loans. You know, so there that I'm not sure where the dust settled on that one. OK, um, but, you know, you know, I've heard some other, you know, so is this a big, big, big deal? Mm, mm, I, don't I don't know if it's going to make or break like be the saving grace for retirement and yeah. people spending. I mean, I guess if you really, you know, didn't want to start required minimums by 70 and a half, okay, you uh, may be excited that you can wait till 72. For a year and a half? I don't know if that's... Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you're in a camp that are doing Roth conversions before required minimums start... Just, and, and what we do, it actually opens up that window a little bit bigger for people who might have opportunities. Um, so, you know, we'll keep... You know, and, and also I've heard other professionals talking about... You know, the, 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 some of the lobbyists, you know, the life insurance industry was a big lobby, uh, lobbyist for the bill. Right. And they were like, oh, isn't it nice to see the life insurance companies getting behind the American workers? And, and it's like, no, I mean, I think the life insurance companies were behind life insurance companies profitability. Uh, you think? I think any company, I mean, that's their primary motive. If, if the life insurance companies get this bill passed and now that every 401k has to offer annuities Where's inside their 401ks, you know, do you think Where's maybe there's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, there's you, some motivation. I mean, they're a business, they're a for profit. So what, what do you expect? And how they're getting around the liability issue is um, what what it was is the government was going to you know offer an out for the companies meaning that if the companies um, now I'm not sure if this is how the law is going to be written Carrie but what they were talking about was that the companies as long as they chose right a life insurance company that was on the government's approved mm-hmm. list then they weren't responsible. Now, do you think maybe some of those life insurance companies have to pad the, uh, you, know, you know, the some of their senators and, and congressmen pockets to be able to get on that preferred list? Mm-hmm. No, that wouldn't be happening. No. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So, also, you know, I don't know if it's just in the goodness of their heart that the life insurance companies. The interesting thing too is I'm not sure the by you know you know what that's going to do to the retail annuity salesman, right? You know, mm-hmm. who, you know, picked up a lot of business right? because, uh, you know, the 401ks didn't offer, you know, that a type of uh, vehicle that could be turned into a pension or an income right. stream. Okay. So now if the, if the employee is getting that through the company, bef- you know, does that Hurt the outside sales business? Maybe. Hmm. Uh, stay tuned, right? Um, so anyway, so it does look like um, this will get done. And, you know, we'll we certainly be talking about this um, more in the upcoming year. 
as well as, you know, as we get details, um, we'll be talking about them at the classes that are coming right. up. So, Carrie, and so why just you wanted to start? remind people, good morning to everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are a financial radio talk program here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM. We are sponsored by the estate planning team, and the estate planning team is a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm. We are known for comprehensive, customized, coordinated plans. What we do is traditional financial planning, um, modeling, um, doing projections. We do not do investments. In fact, most of our clients either work with an existing investment advisor or they do the investments on their own. We do look at, in terms of the planning side of how do you create the income you need as tax efficiently as possible? How much risk should you really be taking on for the longevity of your plan and addressing financial issues? We've been around more than 34 years in the greater Cleveland area, helping people solve problems, save money, and we are accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau, A-rated members of Angie's List, and won Super Service Award for multiple years. Um, Our home office is in Middleburg Heights, and we have offices around the greater Cleveland area, and we do offer a free No obligation, no pressure consultation, whether you're working and thinking about your future retirement or have issues you want to address or people in retirement. And um, a lot of times people don't even know, um, are worried about something that isn't an issue. They're missing opportunities um, that they could actually redirect money that's going to the government and taxes and create a much more tax efficient plan. Um, We also do planning classes, which we have the January classes scheduled and it's not too early to register. They're free. Lots of planning strategies and concepts. We're going to talk about updates on tax law changes and how some of these things, when they go through, will impact you. Um, On January 22nd at 3 o'clock, it's the IRA Tax Qualified Asset and Roth Planning Class. If you have IRAs, company plans, or similar assets, we're going to talk about rules, costly mistakes, misconceptions. We're going to talk about... um, Again, strategies to minimize the long-term tax impact during your lifetime and your families. Roth contributions versus Roth conversion rules and techniques. Um, The minimum required distribution tax trap and much more. And that's Wednesday, January 22nd at 3 o'clock in Middleburg Heights. Then on Tuesday, January 28th at 6 o'clock is the class for retirees and people getting closer to their retirement and worried about these things that can impact your lifestyle, long-term financial stability, rising health care costs, market volatility, financial disruptors, knowing what you can afford to spend or what you can or when you can retire and much more. And details are online at financialfoodforthought.com or you can contact us about the classes or for a free consultation. We're scheduling through the end of February. And with our um, Northeast Ohio weather, we also do free consultations by phone. And you can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. All right, and listen to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. And the estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 34 years. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And, of course, over those decades, we've gone through a lot of tax law changes, right, Carrie? A lot of mm-hmm. spending bills and no no, you know, no, you know, disagreement on spending more money, Carrie. Right. right? You know, I still can't get my head around $1.4 trillion. No, it's I, hard to imagine. Um, but we'll see. You know, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that maybe next week if we see it, that that's how that gets written up and signed by everyone. Um 
other, you know, so you mentioned the classes, Gary, and so yeah, we, we've got, um, we've also been going over some of the new um, tax thresholds or tax caps and things like that. So just a couple that are most, you know, we get most questions about is, you know, Mark is, you know, you know, speaking of those IRA contributions, right, and Roth mm-hmm. contributions, is that going up? And Carrie, guess it's not going up. Right. So for some reason, um, the $6,000 maximum IRA contribution, and if you're over age 50, additional 1000 catch up to get you to 7000 that's not going up in 2020. Okay. The 401ks we're talking about are going up. Okay, so the um, you know these nineteen thousand the the current cap for twenty nineteen is going up five hundred bucks you know to nineteen thousand five hundred, and the age fifty catch up provision right uh, which is currently six thousand dollars is going up five hundred bucks to sixty five hundred dollars. So the combined you know you, you know over fifty where twenty nineteen's cap is twenty five thousand that's going up a full thousand dollars in twenty twenty to $26,000. So, you know, plan accordingly. The health savings account, they're getting more popular all the time as more and more people are finding, you know, economically they go on a high deductible plan or that their company is forcing them to, you know, adopt a high deductible health insurance plan. All right, so single coverage um, going up by fifty bucks a year. Karen. Wow! So I'm from thirty five hundred to three thousand five fifty. Right uh, now, in this case, the catch up, you know, just to you know, not to confuse people, but the catch up here is not age fifty, Carrie. It's age fifty five. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, you know, I'm not here to defend the logic, you know, fairness or simplicity of our Internal Revenue Tax Code. Right? You know, I'm just here to talk about the rules. So, you know, if you're over 55 under a single plan, the you can 2020 you'll be able to contribute to a health savings account 4,550 bucks, right? Um, you know, as opposed to the 4,500, you know, for um, 2019. Um, the family plan, um, you know, again, going up the 100 bucks, right? So the 7,000 is going up to 7,100 and then the over 55 uh, you get an extra thousand to get up to eight thousand one hundred. Um, let's go to the other, you know, and let's go to the, you know, Elizabeth Warren's, you know, you know, the people that she wants to tax, right? Carry the wealthy, right? So if you're in that group, you know, by the way, if you run, if you won that three hundred seventy-two million, and you're looking for a financial planner, give us a call, right? We'll yeah, be, nice. We'll certainly help you. Isn't that something? You know, wow. You know, that, that's a very merry Christmas and happy holiday. Wow, men are that's a life changing. Yeah, who won that? Right? Wouldn't that be interesting? I will may never know. No, that's the smart thing to do. Um. So, but back to what I'm referring to is that what are, you know what is the federal estate tax exemption going to? Because that's going to increase in. 2020. So currently it stands at $11.4 million. All right. And if you're married, you have the portability. So you get two of those exemptions or, you know, you're, you know, 22,800,000. And again, Carrie, that pretty much exempts, you know, mm-hmm. 99.99% of Americans, you know, right. so we don't have to worry about estate tax right now, but those amounts are going up even higher. In 2020, it's going up to 11580000 or combined with the portability, $23,160,000, right? Um, but what's more, you know, what we get more questions on uh, is what is the annual gift allowance? You know, how much can mm-hmm. I give away without any gift tax consequences? That is remaining the same at $15,000. Okay. So that is not going up. So there's some of the um, there's some of the changes, and again, we'll try to have all those um, available 
in the classes coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of go from there. So last week I was talking about, you know, maintenance. You know, the idea of financial planning isn't the idea that you do a model once and put into a sock drawer for 30 years and just say, okay, I'm done. Okay, it's not like buying a 30-year mortgage where you don't even look at it. No, you got to be active. We're very active planners at the estate planning team. Um, we're working constantly throughout the year, you know, on you know on financial planning, you know, because things change. Certainly, obviously, when we have major tax law changes, but even you know more importantly is how are things are affecting your life. You know, they're life-changing events. You know, are you retiring? You know, are you inheriting something? Speaking of that, right? You know, are you getting your kids ready, you know, for college? You know, what life-changing event? Sometimes you have to change the assumptions, right? Um, so you've got to have a, 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 a calendar in mind about, you know, how, you know, what you should be working on during the year if you want to stay on top of it. Um so a lot of times, you know, we, we break it down and, you know, if you, if I started this on the last week's show and Carrie, how do they get the podcasts? Uh, go to financialfoodforthought.com and if you click on podcast, it'll take you to the radio show link on all our previous shows. Okay. So, um, and I, and I was breaking it down into two month intervals. And mm-hmm. I started with, you know, November, December, mm-hmm. the year end planning. And then we, and then so, but I got up through the summer doldrums. Right. right? So, so, you know, so let's pick up from there. Um, all right. July, August. Um, well, everyone's on vacation, right? Mm, I don't know. We're still busy. <laughs> yeah. The, um, so what, you know, so what we've done at the estate planning team is this is the time period that we work on up actually updating our clients' financial models if, it, and it, if that's the year they want to do it. And I'm also not saying you don't necessarily have to update your model every year. If there aren't any major changes and your assumptions are still valid, you might not have to do it every year. You know, the way is just, are you tracking it? Right. So do, do you know when you're off track versus on track? So not necessarily you, you're going to go to the trouble and effort to update your financial plan every year, other than just, you know, uh, everything looks still good. I'm right. good. You know, the plan model is saying what it's going to be next year. I'll see, you know, how we are at the end of next year. Um, but if you're going to do it, why do we say July, August? Well, if you if you go back and listen to the previous show, because, you know, in January and February, you're getting your net worth updated and stuff like that. And then, you know, March and April, you're getting your taxes done. And now once the taxes is done, we have some more information, right, that replaces the assumption. We now know exactly if you're getting a refund or how much you owe on April 15th. We also now know exactly what your previous year of safe harbor is. Right. So, you know, so that can, you know, so those things together. And by the way, if you when you were reviewing your net worth, and you're saying, oh, my gosh, I'm nowhere near where the plan projected may be. And let's say it's in the negative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, then by now, hopefully you've worked out what assumptions you know you got to change. You know, if you will, if, you know, because if you've done your plan correctly, you should be able to reconcile why you're not on plan. You know, you know because you, your plan should have enough detail to get you there. 
Um, whether it's because of the investment return, whether it's because of spending, whether it's because of income or some other you know reason, but the idea is that okay, if you had a if you now have reality that says, uh oh, I had a bad assumption in my plan, you now want to adjust that assumption. So now in July and August, we're ready to update the plan, mm-hmm. okay, um, and kind of go from there. Okay, that leads us to the last two month interval, September and October. Um, now it's interesting because um, you'll see a lot of you know a lot of um, you know a lot of planners use this calendar method. I mean, you know, we're not mm-hmm. the only ones that use it. Um, but so it, it's also interesting that the industries have kind of jumped on this, Carrie. Right? Okay. So have you noticed, Carrie, that it's September and October? There's a lot of national uh, months for some of these financial planning things. Have you noticed that? Um, Okay. For example, September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. Okay. Okay. Um, And so when you get to September, you'll be seeing a lot of ads or, you know, if you read the trade magazines or, you know, a lot, you know, about how, you know, you should be, you know, reviewing your life insurance policies in September. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of our thought, too. In other words, you might not have to review your life insurance every year, but if you haven't done it in five or six years, maybe you should, right? Right. Um, do you have a term policy that the term is ending? Um, okay, is there a conversion option, you know, that you could, you know, use before you lose it? Do you have a permanent whole life universal? Do you have a variable life? You know, have you asked for in-force illustrations? You know, um, can, you know, can you upgrade your life insurance? In other words, you know, can, you know, especially if you've got some cash value in those policies, right? Um, but besides life insurance, we could talk, what about health insurance? You know, so, you know, when we say, you know, September, October, evaluate your insurance coverage, we go just not just, you know, life insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, how about health insurance? OK, you know, because if you, you know, a lot of the open enrollment periods begin in that November, December time frame. Right. So maybe you want to start, you know, looking at things in September, October. Right. How about long term care insurance? All right. Um, how about fixed annuities? Yes, they go in the insurance category. Right. You know, fixed annuities are sold by life insurance companies. If you didn't know that, sorry to break the news to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the idea is, you know, are you reviewing those? OK. Um, and. You know, and, and kind of, you know, do you need to change beneficiary designations? You know, th- things like that. We could go on property and casualty, right? Um, you know, a lot of a lot of our clients ask us, Carrie. You know, Mark, do I need an umbrella policy? You know, things like that. Well, that's a good question. You want to be asking your PNC guy, right? Um, you can kind of go from there. Um, how about investments? You know, let's say you're in the market. Well, you know, have you had your annual review? if not more frequently than annual, with your investment advisor. Now, we don't manage client assets, as you mentioned, Sherry. Mm-hmm. We don't manage client right. assets. But we have a lot of review meetings with our clients' uh, investment advisors. Mm-hmm. And, if, and, if, and if they forget to call, if the investment advisor forgets to call our client for the annual review, we don't wait around for them to call. Right. Okay? We pick up the phone and say, hey, can, you know. That's just another example how we're very proactive. We don't believe you just fall Things fall where they may. You follow up. You get on the phone. You do what's necessary to get the best result possible. Right. Um, you know, and, and again, why do we say September, October? Well, because that's the time frame that you might want to start, especially if you have taxable accounts, where you start having discussion with your investment advisor. Hey, how am I doing on year-to-date realized capital gains? You know, um, are there 
any losses that 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 I may be able to harvest before year end. You know these type. You know, or you know, or talk about cash flow. You know, should I? You know, you know, do you need more cash flow? So these are things. It doesn't have to. You don't have to wait to September October. This idea is: Are in your calendar? Are you making it? Uh, 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 you know, something that you're doing at least once a year, right? Um, how about legal documents? Okay, Carrie, do you know that um, October, right, is the National Estate Planning Awareness? Right. Did you know that, Carrie? Yes, I did. Okay. That one I did know. Okay. Um, so how long has it has been since you've sat down with your attorney? Hmm. Okay. Um, you know, have you had any, you know, changing, you know, is there something in your family life has changed? Has, has the Congress changed the rules? And I just went over the federal state tax rules. So not too many listeners are probably worried about federal state taxes. They that, were at that, one time when that the company, lottery winner is going right, to be worried about it. Right. And when the company started, the exemption was 600000 Ohio had an estate tax. But how many people come in and they haven't updated their legal documents to so their kids are little, but now they have their kids are in their 30s, 40s, and they have grandkids? Maybe you need to revisit. Right. And, and here's a good, maybe a rule of thumb, Carrie. If you can't put your fingers on your legal documents, mm. maybe it's time to review them. Mm. Um, if you haven't read your trust in 10 years. We suggest you read it again. Okay. Um, all right. Re, you know, if you are using trust, um, even if you're not using trust, if you're just trying to avoid probate um, without a trust, you know, uh, you know, do you need to review your title ownership, right? Uh, those joint with right survivorships, the transfer on deaths, the payable on deaths, you know, your, your, you know, have you named both primary and contingent beneficiaries for your uh, assets that come with beneficiary designations? Because I'm thinking now since you mentioned that, remember years ago we had somebody who we had them bring in you know, or follow up on what the beneficiaries and we had a client who had been remarried second marriage for 10 years and he had a whole life insurance policy and his ex-wife was the primary beneficiary yeah I and mean, it was a big policy that Nobody happens said, all the time right so i don't um, think a new wife would be happy yeah that happens all the time and and again you know a, a it's lot just of something times, you don't think about it people are no. busy life happens and a lot of times when we're asking that you know for a new client coming in that's part of our initial, you know, information packet when you become a new client to review all those things. And sometimes they're like, oh, well, they try to remember off the top of their head. Mm-hmm. And Carrie, we've learned over the years, we don't really accept that mm-hmm. because how we've learned the hard way that their memory isn't always accurate. Or sometimes you just misunderstood something. So it's better to have verification yeah especially real estate deeds you know that mm-hmm. that's one that all the time um we over the years we said do you really know i mean especially if the client's using trusts especially if they've got multiple right and we estate. used to always get in trouble if somebody had timeshares in the carolinas mm. it ended up being an absolute nightmare ancillary probate is not fun no and costly um yeah so um and so, you know, so you could, you know, maybe look and say September, October, right, is more of a, you know, just a, a time frame that says, do I have to, you know, schedule any of these meetings with any of these other advisors? Mm-hmm. Not that you do it every year, but if it's been five years since you did it, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to, right? Um, 
And then, you know, you could also throw in your CPA or your tax preparer, right? And, you know, September, October, you know, that's maybe not too early. Certainly October mm-hmm. is not too early to start your year-end, you know, tax planning discussions. Mm-hmm. Especially with, if you're headed uh, to warmer weather early. Um, you know, especially if you're, um, you know, as the baby boomers get older and more and more uh, fall into the required minimum distribution and more and more are learning about qualified charitable distributions and more and more are learning about Roth conversions while, you know, take advantage of some while we have the lower income tax rates before they expire in 2025. Mm-hmm. Right? These are all things we've talked about where we if you want to catch that, go back to our previous show where we picked up. In November and December. Right. And the estate planning team, we've been around more than 34 years in the greater Cleveland area, helping people solve problems, save money. We work with many different situations, whether somebody's single, married, second marriages, blended families, um, whether you're working or already in retirement and plenty of issues we've seen over the years. And we only recommend our services if you're someone who can benefit from the type of planning we offer. And we do offer the free, no obligation, no pressure consultation by phone or in person. And Donald, be quiet. I know we know Donald. I'm sorry, Carrie. And no, that's all right. And um, you can also register for the free educational January planning classes. They're free to attend. We do ask that you pre-register, and there's a great new updated workbook included. Those are in Middleburg Heights in January, and you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation at four four zero two three nine twenty ninety. That's four four zero two three nine. 2090 or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com All right, I'm going to calm down here a little bit. Oh, that's pretty music. This is the piano guys, Carrie. Oh, they're great. So, you know, Carrie, every year I try to pick up a non-fiction book on Christmas theme. Right? Okay. This year I picked up it's called The Williamsburg Christmas. Okay. All right. And this is written by Donna Shepard. It was copyright 1980. And on the cover is, guess what? Eggnog. There we go. <laughs> A big vat of eggnog, mm-hmm. right? Where the uh, Williamsburg, you know, certainly like making their eggnog. And it's interesting what they did with the nutmeg on top, floating on top of the eggnog. They did a nice star. Okay. And so it's really creative. And I'm sure that they did that. So, so what was Christmas like in the 18th century, Karen? Um, in Williamsburg, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was very festive. Um, somewhat, you know, it's very similar how we do things today. Other things may be a little bit different than what's done today, right? Okay. Um, but there's one, you know, and the author picked up the diaries, you know, okay. some of the people. One, you know, Robert Carter, right? Um, so this was one of his entries at the beginning of Christmas, okay? Nothing is now to be heard of in conversation but the balls and the fox hunts, the, the fine entertainments and the good fellowship, which we are to be exhibited at the approaching Christmas. So they were really into their Christmas balls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the fox hunts and, you know, things oh, like yeah. that. Um, Gift-giving was common, Carrie, but Santa Claus hadn't come on the scene yet. Okay. Okay. Um, they didn't think that, you know, the, the the Christmas tree, the decorated tree, not quite yet. That came around the 1840s. Okay. Um, but what was 
unusual was that in the beginning of the season, they had what was called the grand illumination of the city. Okay. Okay. Um, and what they did, they, they on a certain night, the beginning of the season, they would light big bonfires and they put all these torches up. Okay. Uh, okay. Which is probably like where we'd get all the lights now. Yeah. And, and, kind right. of, and they had the... Um, they would, you know, the artillery, they would do the cannon booms. Okay. okay? Um, and the musket men would be, you know, you know, and they would signal the opening of the Christmas season, right? And, they, and then all, and there was live music and dancing, everything out in the streets. And then all, this, all the homes, they all had their white tapers, you know, lit in the, in the windows. And that's certainly a tradition today with mm-hmm. the candle in the window, right? Uh, and that was called the Grand Illumination, and that was very popular. Um, you know, so the decorations, of course, they were decorations, but they were all natural, right? Mm-hmm. There were there was what was in the garden at that time, you know, the pine cones and the evergreens, you know, and the nuts and the the you know the holly berries, you know, things that the the wives, the housewives could use and find, right? Um, tinsel and foil were just being used, okay. Um, and but you know just the fruits, you know that you know the, the traditional you know symbol of hospitality, you know which was the apples, you know mm-hmm. with the pineapple on top, you know those types of things. Um, one thing that certainly was popular, Carrie, that you know as well as popular today is the food. Mm-hmm. They like their food. Okay. All right. Um, they like their. They call them. Groaning boards. Okay. Groaning boards. Okay, where it was just these big tables, wooden tables, laid out with food. Mm-hmm. All right, um, you know, and that you know, and the, the and they were getting a little away from the English. You know, the English were had the boar's head. You know, and, right? You know, you know um, but but you know, so what the early uh, you know Williamsburg you know frontier they were they were into the turkeys. Okay. Okay, and the Virginia hams. Right? Oh yeah. Um, and the the fowl, the duck, the geese, mm-hmm. you know, and certainly venison and roast beef as well. But they also, you know, were into the seafood. Okay? Oh yeah, uh, the crabs, clams, mussels, all very popular at that time. Okay, um, still are, aren't they? <laughs> you got that right. Um, some of the things that might not be as popular today right. as it was back then: um, mince meat pies. Mm, no, you yeah. make mincemeat pies every oh, Christmas, sure. don't you? No, care? never. Um, plum puddings, yeah, you still okay. see that on the the menus, right? Uh, fruit cakes, I still have a fruit cake from the 1800s, girl. Oh, I bet. Um, but you know, the, probably uh, can't tell the difference between the ones now. Uh, the sweet meats, mm, I'm not sure. I'm going to get into that. Um, and of course, they like their drink. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously, um, y- you know. The beer, the ale, the hard cider, wines. You know, they were starting to make wines in America. Um, Madiva, Madeira, Madiva. Now, that was a very, you know, that was like a very heavy wine, you know, you know, that, you know, that you know, they would make, they, they they got the concept of, remember, like the, the hot toddies, right, Carrie, and the, mm-hmm. and the rum punches and the brandy. And as I said, the eggnog, you know, had just been introduced, um, you know, in late in the century. Um, the other thing too, Carrie, that I don't think you see as much today with, you know, everyone, you know, glued to their screens, but outdoor games, very, very popular at Christmas time in colonial Williamsburg. Okay. Um, the, uh, you know, even in the cold air, you know, the, 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 you know, they were out there, um, you know, the cherry pie eating contest was, a, you know, one of the favorites with the children, you know, barrel racing. Okay. 
Um, lawn bowling, um, pitching pennies was a very popular game, right. you know, outside game. Feats of strength. <laughs> they were there, okay. you know, for the gentlemen. They yeah. know, they're out there. Like the grease pole climbing. You ever see that? You know, um, so all the fun things like that. So that was just a little flavor of, uh, you know, what was going on in Williamsburg in the late 1800s. All right. Well, regardless of that, and hope everyone has a, a wonderful Christmas and holiday this coming week. But um, if you want help and want to start the new year off right and put together a detailed financial plan, or um, if you need help with a little bit, maybe there's a pension analysis election, there's IRA distribution planning, Roth conversions, or how much should I be contributing to my company plan, or just want us to look to see if there's something you're missing and something you can improve. We do have, even though we're a fee-based Ohio fiduciary, we have retainer options that are comprehensive and help people with the analysis recommendations, implementation, and coordination with um, as an all-inclusive option. We do have hourly planning to help people with specific issues. And you can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. And don't forget, it's not too early to sign up for the planning classes in January. Carrie, I love my gift. I'm glad. America will never be. We're going to have to use it all year in 2020. China has total respect for Donald Trump's very, very large. And the pen really writes. That's what I'm most excited mm-hmm. about. So, so thank you. Oh, Don, you're a little controversial. You're talking about illegal immigration. I said it's illegal. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's, that's nice, Carrie. I really get a lot of fun with that one. Oh, good. So what do you like, Mark? What do, what do I like? What do you like? You mean, like, what do I like for to Christmas, eat? For Christmas, or what do you like in I, general? I like stocks. Okay. I mean, does that, you know. All right. I, I like stocks that pay dividends. I, I like gross stocks. I like value stocks. Carrie, I like momentum stocks. Okay. I like blue chip stocks. I like international stocks. I like emerging market stocks. Okay. I, I like preferred stocks. I love this guy. Bob Rivers. I don't know if I've heard. I haven't heard his name. Didn't I get this last year? Oh, okay. I've heard this parody. Yeah. I don't like socks. But I can't get them up past my knees. But, you know, I like large cap stocks. I like small cap stocks. Stocks, not socks. I like (laughs) mid-cap stocks. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, I like the Dow Jones. I like NASDAQ. I like the S&P. My wife keeps saying she likes Russell. Should I be concerned? (laughs) No. Um, You know, I love to buy stocks low and sell high. Okay. All right. you know, I love undervalued stocks of companies with positive free cash flows. Okay. But besides stocks, carries, I like bonds. Okay. All right. Um, I like government bonds. I like corporate bonds. I like tax-free municipal bonds. Right. I like zero coupon bonds. I like savings bonds. Heck, I like junk bonds. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, call me a waiter, carry, because I like tips. You know what those are? Treasury, inflation, protected mm-hmm. security. Okay. You know, maybe I don't have to stop with that right now because maybe we'll never have inflation again. 
Hmm. Uh, I don't know about that. I like bond ladders. You know, my clients come in with bond ladders. I think that's a great idea. Um, I love, you know, Ohio tax-free muni bonds because we're in Ohio and we pay Ohio income taxes. Um, But, Carrie, you know, it's not only individual stocks and bonds I like. I also like those things in mutual funds. Okay. I like equity funds. I like bond funds. I like balance funds. Okay. Um, you know, I love, you know, balance funds, Carrie. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm following the Metamucil method, right, Carrie? Okay. It works wonders for me, Carrie. <laughs> you know, at my age, you got to be balanced, if okay. you know what I mean, Carrie. Um, yeah, so but balance funds, you know, it's perfect. Um, I like master limited partnerships. I like REITs. Okay. Um, I, not only mutual funds, Carrie, you know, if it's a taxable kind, account, I like ETFs, exchange-traded funds. Okay. You know, much more tax, you know, um, uh, you know, benefit in a taxable account. Um, tax favorable is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. You know, because sometimes those mutual funds can kick out capital gain distributions, right, when you're not ready for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, the ETFs don't typically do those things. So, um, so you know, you know, mutual fund, I like, you know, mutual funds. I like currencies. All right. Um, I like commodities. I like precious metals. Okay, I like silver. I like gold. My wife loves diamonds, Gary. Who knew? Um, gold had a great year. Right? Um, you know, but you know what I really like, Gary? What? Cash. Cash is king. Cash is king. Right. Cash is liquid. Mm-hmm. Cash can save you in cash. You know, in emergencies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cash reserves can protect you in a down market. Right. Um, you know, uh, Carrie, you like cash, right? Does anyone not? Does anyone complain when Grandma hands out cash at Christmas? No, never. Didn't think so. All right. Um, and and so, what are things with cash, right? Well, cash can be um, it's CDs. You know, how about a ladder of CDs? Okay. Um, cash can be you know just under the mattress. I'm not too big on that, but okay, maybe I'm not against having some cash on hand in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just don't forget it's there. Right. And, and make don't sure put too much of it. Yeah, and make sure it's safe. Right. Like fire, it is safe. <laughs> or a fireproof box. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I don't know if I, you know, put it in the coffee can and bury it in the backyard. Or in magazines. Remember years ago, we had a wife that her husband had passed away. She had no idea. She was just having to go, like, pick up magazines. And ca- he had cash. He had the work, work office, work right. shop in the basement. And had and cash. He had, he had never thrown out any of his old, you know, hobby magazines. Right. And when his wife tried to throw them out one time, he had a hissy fit and said, don't you dare touch those things. Right. And she was like, well, really? I mean, they're years and years right. old. So when he did finally pass away... And then when she eventually got around to cleaning up his, you know, mm-hmm. hobby room, she started going through those. And sure enough, there mm-hmm. were sealed envelopes. Cash. Cash. Thousands. All right. We always say if you are inheriting um, property, real estate from a depression kid, you've got to tear it apart to see if they didn't right. store something. Mm-hmm. All right, that's just how they grew up doing that, right? Um, so you know, and you know, and so you know, cash is, is king. But you know, I, you know, Carrie, you know, you know, I like annuities. All right, 
Okay. I like, you know, you know, variable annuities. I like fixed annuities. I like, you know, fixed equity indexed annuities. You know, I, I like guaranteed income riders mm-hmm. in fixed equity index annuities, right, Gary? Um, you know, I, I like annuities, you know, non-qualified annuities. If you're mm-hmm. looking for tax deferral, um, I, I like annuities and IRAs. You know, we're all going to have them in 401ks under this new SECURE mm-hmm. Act when it passes, right? I love you know, uh, you know, fixed equity index annuities with guaranteed income riders inside Roth IRAs, you know, that, you know, eventually you could turn on a, a guaranteed tax-free income stream in retirement. Love that. Right. Um, so, you know, the, you know, so, you know, again, these are all things um, that, you know, so the point is, Carrie, it's not what I like. The point is, what do you like? All right. You know, it, it, you know, don't ask your neighbor what they like. Um, don't ask your parents what they like. Don't ask your coworker what they like. You've got to determine what do you like. And you're saying, well, Mark, I don't know what I like. Well, then we're then maybe we should build a financial plan because maybe that will help you determine what you like. All right. In other words, so because part of it is saying if you don't know for example, you know, how long your money's going to last. If you don't have peace of mind that you're not going to run out, right? Um, if you're still up at night worried about financial, you know, how much you could spend or when you could retire or anything like that, then maybe you need to build a plan first before you go out and say, I like stocks, I like bonds, I like annuities. So All right. And uh, what we do is we don't believe there's any one size fits all. It depends on the situation and what you're trying to accomplish. And if you'd like to take advantage of our free no obligation consultation or just want to get good, helpful information and planning strategies and concepts, you can come out to our January planning classes. Um, we have an IRA tax qualified asset and Roth class on January 22nd at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights and a retirement planning class for retirees and people nearing retirement on the 28th at six o'clock. Both classes are in Middleburg Heights. And also remember the free consultation is about your individual situation and questions. That's an option too. And we can do those by phone or in person. And you can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Everyone, have a great Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Carrie, you and your family. You too. Are you having Christmas at your house? Christmas Eve. Okay. Christmas will be quite a while, but Christmas Eve. So I'm just having a Carrie. You haven't tried any of my George Washington. Oh, yeah. Eggnog. You didn't tell us what's in it. All right. So, yeah, George Washington, right? One of his favorite concoctions was his Mount Vernon eggnog. All right. You want the recipe here, Carrie, right? Sure. One quart cream. One quart milk, one dozen tablespoons of sugar. That's not teaspoons, Gary. Don't short me. Tablespoons. One pint brandy, one half pint rye whiskey, one half pint Jamaican rum, and one quarter pint sherry. You mix the liquor first. Are you going to Uber home? (laughs) Then separate the yolks and whites of eggs and add sugar to the beaten yolks. Mix well. Add milk and cream, slowly beating. Beat whites of eggs until stiff and fold slowly into the mixture. Let set in a cool place for several days. That's why, you know, it's better oh, yeah. than days. And taste frequently. See, that's that's the most important <laughs> yeah, part of the recipe. Frequently. Taste frequently, right? 
Um, so, yeah, so, you know, George Washington liked that. You know, but the, the funny thing about that recipe, he, he was very specific on how much of the uh, spirits to add right. in. You know, he didn't tell us how many eggs to use. Ah, well, yeah, somehow that slipped his mind. I guess that's the least important ingredient. Or maybe it really, with that much liquor, maybe it really doesn't matter. Yeah, so, you know, so that was, you know, so they, he, uh, you know, so I'm going to have another taste here of this. Oh, that's good stuff, Carrie. You sure you don't want some? No, thank you. Uh, it'll be better in a few days. I'll, I'll bring some oh, in yeah. next week. Uh, so, you know, hopefully, you know, everybody has a good holiday season. Another one in East Cary, and I'm going to be ready to cross the Delaware. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and you know, again, you know, we're going into a new year. It's going to be, a you know, strapped in, right? You know, it's going to be an election year. Um, we'll see how that develops. We'll see how the, you know, Secure Act develops. And we'll certainly keep our eyes on that. And, you know, we'll talk about more about, you know, when we talk about financial planning, you know, it's just not about investments. Okay. Um, It's just a part. That's a very, you know, it it is a part of it. It's a very important part. But, you know, hopefully by listening to the show or if you go back and listen to some of our podcasts, right, you'll get a better idea of what we're doing at the estate planning team in terms mm-hmm. of what we mean by financial planning. Um, you know, it, it, it's a good example of that. You know, we mentioned the annuities, right, Carrie? Right. I have nothing against annuities. Mm-hmm. Annuities are going to be part of 401k plans. Get ready. Um, you know, the life insurance company is a very strong lobby. And, you know, people are realizing after 40 years of the 401k that was basically a complete disaster for preparing baby boomers for retirement, the very few are prepared, Carrie, right? We, we've all seen mm-hmm. the statistics. You know, the idea is, well, maybe those pensions, those guaranteed income streams weren't such a bad idea. The problem I have is a lot of the annuity people that are selling them, they never talk about how much principal you need to buy an annuity that's going to provide you the income that you need. That's the difference. We wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your time with your family and stay safe. Tune in next week for more financial food for thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.